This is AgriPulse Drive Time, brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic full-service creative consultancy. Proud to reach more farmers, farmer boards, and food and commodity associations than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. Good afternoon, I'm Ben Nully. One of the nation's largest ethanol producers is idling production at three of its plants, as many other companies have already slowed production. Poet Biorefining is idling production at two plants in Iowa and one in South Dakota. Poet is a member of Growth Energy. Growth Energy CEO Emily Score says fuel demand has cratered and ethanol plants are bleeding cash in one of the toughest years she remembers. For many ethanol plants, the COVID-19 experience is really the breaking point. I mean, driving across the country has dropped more than 50%, which means fuel demand is down. And so the news today about, about Poet Biofuels, they're joining... Uh, dozens of other American producers that have been forced to take plants offline. Senate Finance Committee Chair Chuck Grassley of Iowa is leading a bipartisan group of senators in a letter to USDA asking officials for help. The Senate letter comes after a handful of agriculture groups sent a similar one last week. Farmer sentiment for the month of March saw the largest one-month fall in the life of the Ag Economy Barometer Survey. The Purdue CME Group Ag Economy Barometer surveys some 400 producers nationwide each month and was conducted between March 16th through March 20th. Jim Mentert is director of the Center for Commercial Agriculture at Purdue University. He says the barometer dropped 47 points to a reading of 121 last month as farmers fear economic fallout from the coronavirus. If you look at the change that took place there, I mean, that was the largest point drop we've experienced since we started collecting data in the fall of 2015. So it was a dramatic turnaround in terms of sentiment. And that was because people became less optimistic about both current conditions on their farming operation as well as their expectations for the future. They both plummeted. Compared to one month earlier, Mintern says the index of current conditions declined 43 points and the index of future expectations dropped 49 points. Farmer Mac Chief Economist Jackson Takish expects USDA to lower net farm income projections if coronavirus continues. So most of the numbers that we, we have in front of us are a little bit dated. So I think you're going to see some, some you know, downward revisions in the revenue side. And that's just lower commodity prices for an extended period of time. We thought we were going to be at more of a 360 to 380 corn price. We're probably going to be more of a 3 to 325 corn price. So that, that will play a, a, a down, put downward pressure on those farm income projections uh, for the year. On the flip side of lower net farm income, projections were showing less government support this year compared to last. But Takish says the most recent stimulus package passed by Congress should help USDA inject money into the farm economy. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic, full-service, creative consultancy proud to reach more farmers, farmer boards, and food and commodity associations than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. Cooler temperatures are expected to move into the Midwest later this week. USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey says low temperatures could slow any early planting. So there is a concern that, you know, cold coming and we expect to see some freezing temperatures as far south as the Ohio Valley by uh, late this week and over the weekend. And it may not be in the best interest of some to plant much too quickly. He says it also looks like this won't be the last cold wave in the weather cycle. There'll be a second and then even perhaps a third 
cold wave to follow, which suggests that April could be on the cool side overall. That's not ideal, especially given some of the damp soils in some areas. It's uh, not, not great for germination and early establishment. Rippy says most soils in the Midwest are still highly saturated. He also notes next week's crop progress report will give a better idea of corn and soybean planting. National Agricultural Statistics Service officials are aiming to resurvey producers in Michigan, Minnesota, South Dakota, and Wisconsin at the end of this week. Producers in these states reported unharvested corn and soybean acres in 2019. Since there are significant acres still standing for harvest in North Dakota, those producers will be contacted later. If the newly collected data justifies any changes, officials say they will update the January 10th estimates in the May 12th crop production report. Always stay up to date with the latest agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news at agripulse.com. For Agripulse, I'm Ben Nully.